down chapter 24 stuffed crepes of course i have a license i said with confidence salva was serving the people with an ear in the talking and an eye on the briefcases he was angry because the business was so successful we couldn't do shifts and he might have a date Ramon stood in front of the counter watching the customers without talking. The others were getting worked up, looking at their watches, snorting, looking around, but Ramon didn't pay attention. Paco was getting a part of the group slowly, until he got into the building. He probably hadn't told his friends he liked Sandra. I didn't mind. Sandra was able to take care of herself and he might thank a friendlier face, or at least one she knew from some days before. Andres and Alberto realized Paco was missing when some blonde tourists of this they say that take your breath away came around and the guys pulled Ramon to go after them. The girls decided to take a pair of crepes and spent a while at the stall talking to us. Ramon didn't seem to be interested in them. The others, all of the others around, did. Ramon was immersed in I don't know what, staring into the distance, or it was what I thought then. When the girls left, which I regretted because the sales had increased in such a way, Alberto and Andres left with them. And Ramon told them he was going to, but he didn't move a bit. How is that you are setting a business? Wasn't the money I gave you enough? Ramon asked, apparently, without double meaning. Yes, of course it was enough. The thing is that we were so bored watching TV and suddenly we thought about this to spend the afternoon, I said. Maybe it didn't sound too much convincing, but he didn't say a word. He only stood there. Salva was all hard at work and even he forgot about the dates and the bad mood. They sure weren't that important. With the night came the dark and people left. No, not all the people. Ramon kept on standing there and Salva was about to lose control. Thank goodness his cell ringed and it seemed to be something so mega important he didn't mind leaving me alone with that pickle. Yes, with no remorse, he dropped the apron over the table and left. I noticed in his look a, uh, he's your friend, deal with it. I had a look at him saying, you want us to divide up the money equally. He answered with another look of, Switch. I've been here more than six hours, and one has his needs. And I answered, I know, but I have a situation here. And he waved goodbye with a look of, good luck, I may be back before he leaves. With a kind of sarcasm, I mean, with a lot of sarcasm. And I saw myself standing there alone, in the dark with maroon velvet sheets. Fine, they weren't sheets, they were curtains, but seeing I had no way out 
and it wasn't on leaf all that dust in the middle of the street. I would take the chance. Nobody went around there. Nobody went around there. If never anybody went over there, it wasn't that important left all there. But I couldn't. And you could say, why it was that important if a few hours before I was broke? What was wrong in keeping being broke? But no, I couldn't. Why don't we go upstairs? Ramon asked. But this time with meaning, or at least I felt it like that. With a meaning of this I needed he had for long. And then I went and said, No, I don't feel like. I was about to say, I have a headache. And luckily it came to my mind before the didn't feel like thing, because I could say it straight. But I really felt like. And he too. Yes. His face was disappointed when he heard I wasn't going upstairs. Why? he asked. I said I had at home an annoying woman who had dumped her husband and had been talking about his faults for hours. And as she was having a bad time, I didn't want to tell her to go to hell, but I neither want to put up with her. I ended telling him to go up if he wanted to. No, I prefer staying here with you, he said. And what are we doing then?